When I read today's passage, two words come to my mind. One is silence, and the other is noise. Silence and noise. There is a silence of Jesus, and then there's a noise of the crowd. The only thing Jesus said was this, you say so. That's the only thing he said. This was when Pilate asked Jesus whether he was the king of the Jews. You say so. That was the last time uh, he spoke. After that, Jesus didn't say anything. Until Pilate handed him over to be crucified, he said nothing. He just completely silent. The leaders, chief priests, uh, they accused Jesus, and this is what happened. When he was accused by the chief priests and the elders, he did not answer. He did not defend himself. Pilate was frustrated. Hey, I'm trying to help you. He tried to break the silence of Jesus. I tried to help you. And he said this, do you not hear how many accusations they make against you? How come you don't say anything? Say something to explain yourself or defend yourself. But Jesus, total silence. He gave him no answer, not even to a single charge, so that the governor was greatly amazed. He was amazed because he never seen a person like him. Because he dealt with all kinds of prisoners. All kinds of people came before him. A lot of them, he executed them. And they were really, really terrified and scared. And they said all kinds of things to save their lives. But he was the only one. Who won't say anything to defend himself? That's why Pilate was amazed. It was not that Jesus had nothing to say. He has so much to say. He was a teacher. He spoke so many great truths. When you read the Gospels, it is Jesus who spoke all the time. Disciples didn't say anything. It is mostly Jesus who spoke. But not this time. Jesus knew when it is time to speak and when it is time to be quiet, to be silent. He had the wisdom of Ecclesiastes. For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. A time to seek and a time to lose. A time to keep and to, a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to sow. A time to keep silence. 7176. What is that? Oh, only I see that. Yeah. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. Jesus knew that it was time to be silent. Now you may wonder, why was he silent? Why was he silent? Because he felt that there was no use. 
to speak. Because he saw that their minds were made up already. They decided to kill Jesus. Doesn't matter what Jesus said. What doesn't matter what Pilate tried to do. It was no use. They already, they will go through their agenda. And they will get it in the end. That's what's going to happen. Jesus knew that. They were so determined. When somebody thinks that what he or she does is God's will, there's no way to block them. There's no way to deter them because they believe that it is God's will, so they will just continue. And they thought that it was God's will to kill Jesus. So Jesus felt that there is no use. Hear what they said. Then the people as a whole answered, his blood be on us and on our children. Very determined. Their determination could be felt in their voices. Barabbas, Barabbas, crucify Jesus, crucify Jesus. Even Barabbas was Jesus. His name was Jesus. Jesus Barabbas. They wanted this Jesus to be saved and that Jesus, the Christ, to be crucified. You know, Pilate wasn't a naive guy. He was a politician. He's a well-seasoned politician. He hears one word from people. He knows exactly what they are, their agenda was. They say anything that he already figured out. Oh, what is uh, this person is trying to say? He knew clearly people. And he knew that Jesus was innocent. This is what the scripture says. For he realized that it was out of jealousy that they had handed him over. So it was jealousy. And then Pilate knew it very well. That Jesus was innocent. So Pilate tried to defend Jesus. But the more he tried to defend Jesus, the more the people were shouting. But they shouted all the more, let him be crucified. Loud noise. Unfortunately, Pilate listened to the noise. He listened to the noise. Instead of listening, the deep voice within him, he listened to the noise. His true desire was to release Jesus. That was his true desire. That was true voice within him. But instead of listening to the voice within him, he listened. the noise. Three times he tried. Whom do you want me to release for you? Jesus Barabbas or Jesus who is called the Messiah? Which of the two do you want me to release for you? And they said, Barabbas. I mean, they already answered, but he kept asking. Who do you want me to release? He kept asking. And at the end, why? What evil? Has he done? 
He tried. Even his wife told him, hey, I had a dream. Don't do anything with this innocent man. Don't do anything. He, he, he heard from his wife. You know, you should listen to your wife. And he didn't listen to his wife. You know, there's a secret of happiness. And he didn't listen to his wife. I mean, he got all the information. And he had desire within him. Paul, a pilot, knew what was the right thing to do. But he chose to listen to the noise. When you hear noises, you end up doing what you don't want to do. Because noises are right there, not here. So when you hear noises, you cannot never make commitment. You just hear, and because of fear, you do things, but you can never have a commitment to what you do. Because we can only have commitment when the voice comes from within. Deep within you. When the voice comes from deep within you and you do it, then you have a commitment. But when you hear the noise at, in the brain level, you can never have commitment. That's what happened to a pilot. He took some water and washed his hands before the crowd saying, I am innocent of this man's blood. See to it yourselves. What do you mean? He's innocent. He's not innocent. He let him be crucified and killed. He was coward. He ran away from his responsibility. He was sitting on the judgment seat, but he was not courageous enough to be able to speak what was in his heart. He just pleased the crowd because he heard, he listened to the noise. Don't listen to the noises around you. You will ruin your life. Noises will continuously impose themselves upon you whether you like them or not. But if you listen to the noises, then you will not have a commitment. As a contrast, Jesus was silent. This time, not only because he had it was no use to speak that he was silent. Not only because of that. He was silent because he wanted to hear the silence. Silence is not absence of sound. He wanted to pay attention to silence. He wanted to hear what was deep within his heart. He wanted to hear God because God speaks in silence. God doesn't speak in noises. God speaks in silence. And Pilate wanted to hear, I mean, Jesus wanted to hear God in silence. My friends, don't be scared of silence. Don't turn on TV because you're uncomfortable with the silence. Because you feel alone. Don't be scared of silence. Love silence. 
Enjoy silence. Because in silence, we hear our true voice, our true desire. In that sense, silence is not absence. Silence is very much strong presence. Jesus was silent, but he was not absent. He was very much present right there. When you hear noises, you run away. But when you hear the deep voice within you, you embrace your situation. You embrace it. In silence, we hear God very clearly. So, my friends, silence your greed, silence your fear, your ambition, your worries, and be quiet and listen to God. And you become very clear about what you want to do with your life. In silence, you can imagine what God dreams of. In silence, we channel our energies. When there's so much noises around you, don't be victim. You'll be scattered. Go, seek silence. Silence should be essential part of your daily living. Without silence, you'll be all of the places. You'll be scattered. Your thinking will be scattered. You'll become very weakened if you're surrounded by noses. You have to find time, sacred time and place and go there and enjoy the silence. I love silence so much. Every, every day I set aside one hour just for silence. It's different from prayer. It's not that I pray during that time. It's just silence, uh, it's a time of silence. One hour every day. And I love it so much that uh, in addition to one hour, whenever I have a, the opportunity, I go seek silence. Just complete silence. I mean, in downtown Kondo, it's hard to be completely silent. Ambulance everywhere. And so it's not, uh, silence is not absence of sound. Sound is always there. But silence of your heart. Silence of your heart. In silence, my fear is calmed down. I become very focused. I listen better. I get re-energized. In silence, I feel that everything comes alive. And I see the power of silence. Power of silence. Jesus was in a very hostile environment. Lots of noises, lots of emotion, lots of anger, shouting, yelling, and cursing. And yet, Jesus was silent. He was not shaken. That is the strength of Jesus. 
people everywhere are shouting to tell the world how great they are. People are shouting to the world, hear me. People are shouting to get what they want. But let us be silent. Let us be silent. And let us listen to the silence. To deep, to deepen your understanding of how your life is meant to be. You need to be silent. To really hear your heart's desire, you need to be silent. In silence, treasures of life are revealed. In silence, you see who you really are. And sometimes that can be scary because you encounter who you really are. But don't worry. Because you also hear, you also hear the grace of God that embraces you. No matter how weak, vulnerable, and short, uh, how much shortcoming you may have, the grace of God embraces you. You feel that in that silence. Jesus, in silence, he embraced God's grace. And that grace gave him the strength to move on to the cross. That gave him the energy to embrace the cross. So Jesus was silent not because he had nothing to say or no use to say. Jesus was silent to prepare himself for the cross. To prepare himself for the cross. Don't be drowned in this noisy world. Go to your sacred place. Go to your sacred time. And just be present in silence. Thomas Carlyle, a Scottish philosopher and mathematician said, speech is of time. Silence is of eternity. In your silence, savor the eternity. Savor the eternity. In your silence, you will know that there's only one thing that you need. And that is enough. And that is That's what you discover in silence. Only thing that you need in life is one thing. God, and that is enough. This week in my silence, I heard this voice. And the voice of Teresa of Avila. Let me share that with you. Let nothing disturb you. Let nothing frighten you. Those who cling to God will lack nothing. Let nothing disturb you. Let nothing frighten you. God alone is enough. 
my silence, I read that. In your silence, I hope that you come out of that silence refreshed, re-energized, refocused, and live your life happily, joyfully, and powerfully. Don't be scared of silence. Don't bring in noises. Just go to silence. Enjoy the silence. God speaks in silence.